At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. I'm doing everything I can. And stop calling me Shirley. The center has to be at least three times bigger than this. All right, it's another edition of Sincerely Unqualified after a two-week break that we did not plan. We actually recorded, <laughs> I didn't think that we said it at the end of our last episode, but yeah. we recorded two weeks worth of content and then a slight miscommunication. A little I think snafu, both of our as parts. they say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I, was, uh, I was on my honeymoon. And I'll be yeah. honest with you, there wasn't an easy way for me to get audio to Winnie for him to mix it up. But hey, listen. We live and we learn. We're it sorry happens. that we just didn't communicate it either. We probably could have posted on our Instagram or something if you yeah, follow I us mean- there. <laughs> if not, hey, we're back and we are excited to be back. And we're also excited for a little announcement because mm-hmm. you might have seen in the episode title, it looks a little different. After this break, we have decided we're actually going to change the format a little bit. We're going to stop just deep diving into comedy movies. We're, we're going to do is we're going to focus on some news pieces first. So whether it's movies or comedy, sometimes Mm -hmm. comedy movies, we're going to try to focus on that stuff. Obviously, that's that's our bread and butter. But, you know, with movie releases starting again, we're huge Marvel guys, we're huge Star Wars guys, we're into current movies, and we want to talk about them. So Mm -hmm. we think that some of that news is interesting, but we're obviously big comedy fans, so we're going to keep some of that going, too. We're going to stay true to the sincerely unqualified way. That's We still think comedy is our main... Like... our, we love our it. zone. It's, it's our, our it's zone our range. for sure. It's our range. We sit, we stay in that range, but we can also venture. We try new things. We go down this path and we see where it takes us because we love everything. But we, we love, love comedy. Yeah, we love everything. But we <laughs> love comedy movies. We love, you know, reading about what's happening in the industry, though, because yeah. there's so many exciting things coming down the pipeline that now that everything's starting to kind of pick back up again and there's not these yeah. random-ass releases on Netflix or on Hulu every other that week. no one knows yeah, about. literally like, okay, you're going to drop another documentary about the 1960s? Come on, let, give me something yeah. real. Give me something I can bite into. Also, there is one movie that I saw that's going to come out, and I it has... Free Guy? Leo in it. No, also oh. that. Free Guy looks great. But it's got like Leo. It's got everybody in it. I, I think, I forget who the director is, but I got to look because it's on Netflix. Are you talking about the Scorsese Netflix. movie? It's, yeah, the Scorsese yeah. movie. Uh, it's, it's on uh, Netflix. Knights oh, of the like, Flower Moon or something? No, 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 no. Um, it's well, not it's something that about one. a it's, flower moon no, in Scorsese. You know who it's with? You know who it's with? It's the director who did the big short and who did a ton You're of stuff that Adam we already McKay? reviewed. Yeah, Adam McKay is doing McKay a Leo McKay has film. a new movie coming out? Yeah, are you, did you not hear about this? Okay, so well, this is going to be our looks, first news piece. It's called Don't Look Up, and it looks unbelievable. They released, so they released basically when Netflix did their whole year-long thing where they did that basically year in yeah, advance. Yeah, that's right, that's right, They yeah. released the last thing was an Adam McKay movie for, it was McKay. basically Leo, it's Jennifer Lawrence, Timothy it's Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet, Kate Jonah Blanchett? Hill, Kate Blanchett, Ron Perlman, Ariana Grande, oh, <laughs> Meryl okay, Streep. Okay. Meryl Streep is in this. Yeah. I mean, what? So it I can't think be that bad. In, it can't this be This is going to be way, way up my alley. Yeah. I got to say, it looks hilarious. 
like Jonah Hill from the trailer. You can't tell what Jonah Hill is, but he's basically it looks like he works in the White House and Leo looks like this disheveled researcher who or whoever and they're meeting and Jonah Hill just can't stop like nervously <laughs> laughing. And that scene alone got me insanely excited for this movie. Besides the fact that I've seen articles that are like, yeah, Adam McKay is basically saying, I don't know why Leo chose to work with me. He's like, why would he do this? I, what, yeah. what is, how did this come I together? I kind of want to see what Angley's taking on it. But I mean, that, that yeah. was a little, uh, no, a little sideways way of uh, explaining what we're going to be doing. We're, so yeah. obviously we're going to be talking news. It's going to be succinct though. We're going to like focus yeah. on probably four news stories. And then we're also oh going to be touching Kid on Cuddy's movies. In it too. Oh, Scott, Scott, Miss Cuddy, you mean? Give him the actor name, <laughs> yeah. please, sir. I'm sorry. No, okay. And Matthew Perry. Sorry for all those <laughs> Matthew fans Perry. who were waiting for I mean, yeah. it. It's just a stacked cast. <laughs> I don't understand. Netflix probably said, here's $2 billion. Get whoever yes. you want and make it good, yeah. please. Um, so, obviously, like we said, the news stories, because, I mean, things. Things are going to be coming out, and we like talking about them. I think, especially me, I I like that format, just talking through things that are happening, because that's kind of how we started out with the the lost tapes. Then we started focusing on comedy yep. movies, because I mean, what else were we going to do? But now things that are coming out, um, you know, things like the Suicide Squad that we're touching on today. Any big movies we want to talk about? If not, we'll probably talk about a comedy movie, like we mentioned already, Free Guy mm-hmm. with Ryan R- Ryan Reynolds. Gonna be an awesome movie. We're gonna talk about that one. But so the the format's always going to be some news going on and then a movie, probably a very new one, something that you can watch. You can hear our takes with it and we can kind of have the experience together. You can let us know what you thought about the movies and we'll kind of hopefully build this nice community. Exactly. So first one is Casablanca. (laughs) I hope you're ready for it. Any noir films. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. We're going to be taking a deep dive into (laughs) classic cinema. Oh, absolutely. All right. What's up next? Any Marlon Brando flicks out recently? Dude, honestly, Marlon Brando is one of those actors that I know that would be like a default of... Think of a classic actor. Old time. Yeah, Marlon Marlon Brando. Brando. I can't say I've ever seen a movie with Marlon Brando in it. I'm really not sure. What are you fucking... You haven't seen The Godfather? Oh, okay. Never mind. (laughs) I've seen a movie with Marlon Brando in it. Excuse me? No, the one thing that I will say is I have seen... Or I have not seen a movie with John Wayne. you seen Apocalypse Now? Is that Marlon Brando? Neither have I, actually. Yeah. Okay, so... But I haven't seen the Western movies. And John Wayne is someone that I know is a big Western movie guy. And the only reason Mm -hmm. I know about who John Wayne is is from a Family Guy episode when Peter goes, he does his John Wayne at the first Thanksgiving uh, skit. Have you ever seen that one? He literally just sits there and goes, I'm John Wayne, Pilgrims. Give me turkey, Pilgrims. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only reason I know who he is. And speaking of Family Guy... That's actually, I, so I was more of a Family Guy guy, and we're going to get into our okay. first bit of news here, because there was some huge deals being made for something like a Family Guy. We have the South Park creators getting a massive deal. I just want to give a big round of applause to those guys, oh. because they've come a long way from doing acid at the Oscars. I, I gotta say. I mean, they probably still could and still make great yeah. shows, great movies. <laughs> So the South Park creators, Trey Parker and Matt Stone, Viacom CBS, they, they didn't specify the amount, which means 
probably that it was much more than anyone even thinks, which they think it was nine hundred yeah. million dollars. Nine hundred million. That amount of money. No. Do you understand? That's what I'm saying. They probably like, broke a billion. So Viacom, CBS, and uh, like alongside Comedy Central, obviously South Park is yeah. probably Comedy Central's last stand. Like Comedy Central is. South Park at this point. What else do they have? They don't even release specials anymore. Because why would they? I know. They're essentially MTV. So they're MTV, MTV with is to ridiculousness <laughs> as South Park is to Comedy yeah. Central. Yeah. It's the same and, dude, deal. Honestly, for South Park, why not just stay with them? They let them do whatever they want. Yeah. And they just raked in like the, the biggest televised event last year with their vaccine mm-hmm. special or whatever. So South Park gets 14 original movies. Odd. I mean, their movies are incredible, I will say. I do have a question for you, though, yeah. and it is, do you think South Park loses a bit of its luster if it goes to somewhere that gives it full, full creative reign? As in, like, it goes to an HBO or it goes to somewhere like that where they have no holds barred, can literally do whatever they want versus having episodes that need to be within this constraint of, like, a comedy central. Well, I gotta you admit, know, I don't... I don't think I don't that, know if it'll change that much. No, I don't think but, that Comedy Central really censors them too much. Like mm-hmm. I have checked out their stuff. Like I said, I'm a Family Guy guy. Like out of the Family Guy Simpsons or South Park thing, I think everyone kind of lumps those in together. I'm Family Guy. But mm-hmm. in terms of South Park, I don't think that you can say that they really censor them. And if they do, then they I, don't really. Like, I don't think that they the creators have too much of a problem with it. Maybe that's how they make their comedy because they still make super poignant, super new edgy comedy on comedy central somehow and i think it's just because comedy central is like this is what people need you know on instagram on youtube you can get the most edgy whatever comedy you want and people flock to yeah that. people like us people who are true comedy fans flock to it so comedy central is like okay if we want to stay alive we can't tell these people what to say yeah that's true and i think they would never do that for you know matt stone and trey parker i don't think you can tell them that because they'll just be like fuck you and leave. yeah and they, your company dies like yeah is it i mean it's funny because when you think about down. like business like we think of the business especially in, yeah. in show business as and honestly most of the time if you are a successful business and you're still doing a lot of content you need to kind of yeah. appease the, well, let's say, it, appease the left. You know, you, you need to either censor things or make them a certain way, for the most part. And that's maybe yeah. not a fair statement. That's just kind of what I just said. But it's just in yeah. terms of in terms of <laughs> South Park, though. I mean, like with Comedy Central, really, like if you don't have anything else and people are still watching South Park and it gets eyes to your network, you're gonna do whatever you can to keep them around. And if that means that South yeah. Park needs to make whatever social commentary that they need to make, then, hey, Comedy Central is letting them do it. And so is Viacom CBS yeah. that way. Also, we are not thinking about the fact that Paramount Plus, I mean, they're going to be on Paramount Plus now too. So essentially they can do whatever they want on there yeah. and Paramount's just going to say, all right, we'll throw it well, up. You got Yellowstone on there now. You got South Park, 14 new movies. That's the thing. That's like, so okay, it's literally, that's like Adam Sandler's deal. That's <laughs> that's what I was going to say. What other deal have we seen like Same. this? It is literally just the Sandman with Netflix. So they're going to do two There's movies none. a year. Two movies a year through like 2027 or something it says they're trying to keep them on till. Um, how do you do that? I, I don't understand how you make that many movies and how they're going to be all that good. But 
that literally just shows where the, the streaming world is at. They probably saw the Sandman's deal with Netflix and were like, we got to do something. <laughs> like, we need people I, to watch I, Paramount I, Plus, yeah, so like, like, let's just get the South Park fans, <laughs> I guess. You guys can do a 45-minute episode, call it a movie, and just exactly. come back home. Yeah, yeah. Do an imagination. These movies are going to be 53 seconds, or 53 minutes and 27 yeah. seconds long, and that's exactly. going to be fine. Unlike the Suicide Squad, Le- which, by the way, dude, I realized I've been watching oh so my. many comedy movies, I'm so not conditioned to actual movie lengths. Like, I was watching it during the day oh, today. Yeah. I was like, this movie has an hour left? <laughs> It's two hours and two hours, what is it, two minutes hours and fifteen was, yeah, minutes. Something okay, there. two hours and twelve. Yeah, which that's I like mean, forty five minutes longer than a rom com. Yeah, but a, like a well, good movie, a, like a good action, you know, probably superhero movie. That's yeah, average. It's par for the course. I will say I was surprised at the runtime too. Like I clicked play and I was like, oh, we have two hours and twelve minutes of this. Yeah. I was kind of excited too because I'm I was really excited to watch yeah. it. And if it were an hour and thirty, like usual comedies that we watch are. I would be kind of disappointed because, yeah. you know, they fly by pretty quick. So the fact that we got an extra 42 minutes thrown in there was awesome. And I did think it was well yeah. worth it. I don't think a so minute we'll, was wasted. We'll, we'll uh, delay that talk just until, until yeah. we get to the movie. Um, so that that's our movie news right now. South Park, guys. Yeah. Good for you making ridiculous, ridiculous money. We're going to go to TV here and then just keep on. We'll touch it. on some, uh, some comedy yeah. news. So. TV, we have a Hulu movie, or uh, sorry, a Hulu show. It's called yeah. Reboot. It's it's a comedy pilot. So basically, it seems like what they're doing is trying to poke fun about how everything is a reboot or a sequel nowadays. And essentially, the plot seems to be that there's a, a successful early 2000s comedy and there is a reboot and they need to figure out their ways in these fast changing times. I have to admit, okay. from that description that I saw in this article, it made me roll my eyes super hard, especially because it's like, it's one of those things that Deadpool, Deadpool with Ryan Reynolds yeah. does it perfectly. If you can break the fourth wall and actually make fun of yourself, that's fine. But in this industry that literally is making comedy pilots to make fun of itself seems so disingenuine. It's like, you yeah. you know, you are the problem, right? You can't make any original content, <laughs> hey. and you're trying to make original content out of making fun of something that you are doing. It's kind of a paradox, right? Because Absolutely. you're stuck in this, like, you're making a parody show about reboots while at the same time going off of reboots and making new content about reboots. We're on that yeah. staircase that's just going up and down it right seems now. Like it seems like they're make trying sense. to be, like... Yeah, it's outside the box while still inside the yeah. circle. It seems like they're it, trying that's to be the only way woke, I can describe I guess, it. Would be the yeah, word. not even you know woke, what I mean. But like, just like but in that way, they're like, trying, they're trying to, to be like, oh, I know what's going on. Let's poke fun at it together. They're trying to be self-aware to a point where it's almost, I don't know. They're trying to be too self-aware, and yeah. there's a level of self-awareness that's that I even think is too much. And even like I heard not to throw this in there, but I saw like some TikTok clips of Bo Burnham talking about self-awareness. And he's like, does a fucking Deadpool, a $250 million movie really have to like wink at the screen? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, we know what you're doing here. But this, I was kind of skeptical until I saw who was attached. I will say, because I have faith in the people who are attached that they wouldn't steer us in the wrong direction. So, are you talking about the actors or the creator? 
I'm talking about the actors okay. here. So this is the problem. As much as I love the actors, like the two main ones that we have, and because they're from such different worlds and they could seem like they could vibe together so well, I could also see them getting signed on to a pilot and thinking it's good and then just kind of flopping yeah. out. So we have Keegan-Michael Key and Johnny Knoxville, probably two people yeah. that you would not really expect to cross paths. Like... I guess I'm not surprised, but also if I'm thinking about the oh, random show, I'm like, what actors could go together? Yeah. Those two would never go together in my mind. They're just not in the same conversations, no. I don't think, ever. Yeah. They do such different things, and even though Johnny Knoxville, I feel like you've talked about him as an actor a little bit, he's not in the same category of the, the versatility that Keegan-Michael Key brings with everything he does. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I he's, think that, he's so versatile, he can kind of fit in with anyone. He's a Swiss Army knife where Johnny Knoxville, no matter where you put him, it's like, oh, shit, it's Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville's in this. Yeah, but I think Johnny Knoxville's really trying to expand his arsenal. And, like, I mean, he's I obviously he talented. So he he had that stand-up yes. special where he did, like, the multimedia thing. He's that's Honestly, he's kind of visionary in that way. He, he ch- I thought that was Steve-O. Or, sorry, sorry. Not- <laughs> I was going to say that Just was Just the comment. Never mind. But he really is, like we were saying before, though, he is really kind of like a, a jack of all trades. So he has he has acted yeah. before. And I think that it's just kind of like I mean, you're, trying definitely. To, you're trying to branch out. I I could kind of see I this I want being, it to be good. Uh, I could see them. I think that they're, essentially they're trying to do too much here. I think that Keegan-Michael Key yeah. is going to be a nice anchor and it's going to be decent because of him. But if the concept isn't there, like if, if the concept is as cringy as it possibly could be, because this could be bad, doing the whole reboot thing. I mean, There's one thing that I will say about mm-hmm. it, and I think it's from the uproar that I heard, and not even really heard because I just saw it on Twitter one okay. day and then forgot about it the yeah, next yeah. day, which happens happens to everybody. But I saw that friends from college didn't get renewed on Netflix, and people were like, clawing to get that back and i saw keegan michael key is really disappointed it was supposed to be a good show maybe they ended it at the right time i didn't watch i don't know i feel like people would be more excited for him to go back into that than they would for this new project but we have to see it i don't know you can't really say shit about that because also you saw the last suicide squad you come into this one you're like what the fuck is gonna happen this year yeah, like, what are we going to do Friends here? Are we just going to double down yeah. on this? That's that one, like, that's a show that I bet I would enjoy, but I see it on the yeah. Netflix menu, and I'm like, not enough people talk about this, and I'm not <laughs> going to dive in. I'm going to watch New Girl again. <laughs> so. you, know what, you know what I just did? I'm like, I saw that the other day, and I'm like, you know what I should watch? They have a uh, cocaine cowboy show oh. now that they just put on the front of the screen. I'm like, it's a it's documentary. Right I was like, just, okay, yeah, I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm gonna do that. It's I'm right gonna pretend there. like they I'm learning because it's a documentary. No, it's it's about exactly. people doing cocaine. They put it in that box for you where the trailer automatically plays. I'm like, you sold me. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't have to look anymore. So I mean, we'll keep an eye out. We'll we'll see when it comes out. That could be interesting to watch. At least, yeah. honestly, at least the pilot episode. I I think I'd definitely check it out. Um, especially because you know you have a. I don't even think we said this yet, but uh, the Modern Family co-creator. Uh, I I didn't get yep. into Modern Family, but obviously you can't. You can't it was a turn really your good head show. Bat. Yeah, I mean it's a mega show. So we'll see how that turns out. I'm obviously very excited. Or, interested in johnny knoxville and kegel michael key even though i got confused with johnny knoxville and steve-o in the middle of that <laughs> sorry steve i would even say knoxville. that the writing in modern family propelled it to the i mean it just made it good it was the actors of course 
they pulled it all together, but the writing was really good and it kept getting better and better. So if they can pull that into it a little bit uh-huh. into this show. I think it'll be good. Also, do you want to touch on something that's not so good that happened this weekend or do you not? I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. I don't think that you, I don't know if you've seen I probably it, did. but so do you know Trevor Moore from whitest kids, you know, uh, it rings a bell, but no, for, for the sake of the okay. podcast. So he's from the whitest kids, you know, basically a founder of that, been a comedian for a while, been a hilarious guy. So he's 41, got in an accident over the weekend and unfortunately passed away. Oh, okay. So I saw an outpouring on Twitter from everybody just, you know, kind of in shock, kind of doing yeah. it. I saw Adam Sandler tweet about oh, it. Oh, you know what? You know, I just saw a Sandler like, say it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's crazy. It's just, you know. I saw that, and you know the comedy world definitely took a hit on that one. Um, yeah, big RIP. I know. So we just thought we'd shout that out a yeah. little bit, just because you know, sticking to our roots a little bit here. And I think that was a that was a big thing that was going on, and definitely an, a key event that we should uh, should definitely mention at least once. Yeah. Because yeah, whitest kids you know was hilarious. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, I, I I didn't check it out too much, but yeah, de- definitely. Definitely hate losing someone from the community. Um, we'll we'll do one piece of one more piece of TV news because this is something I'm actually a little more interested in, and then we will get back to the true comedy world. One one little news article there that I think is comedy. pretty interesting. Comedy. <laughs> um, so we have a an HBO Max show which I've heard about in the past, which sounds really interesting. Yes. Because tell me more. So. It's the show called Our Flag Means Death. It's a, a pirate comedy, and it's starred by someone in the Suicide Squad, by the way, Taika Waititi. Obviously, we have so yeah, okay, anything that Taika's in, involved in, I am in, and uh, yep. it's David Jenkins is involved too, and the Taika stars in it actually plays Blackbeard, and Reese Darby uh, has uh, another starring role in it. They just added Leslie Jones, the you know SNL. I think that a lot of people might know her now from Supermarket Sweep. I think that's pretty big coming to America. Yeah. And then um, <laughs> Nat Faxon, someone who yeah. I so I love this. There's a specific movie, not specific. I just think it wasn't the widest release. The Way Way Back. Um, okay. If you know The Way Way Back, you know how great he is in it. That's one of his biggest roles. What is that He's, one? The Way Way oh, Back? Dude, we can talk about that, that for days. That's It's not quite a true comedy. It's more honestly more of a drama probably, but it's kind of like a, a okay. nice indie vibe to it. He's in Bad Teachers too. Um, Nat Faxon's very good. Leslie Jones is fantastic as well. And it's just so interesting to me that HBO Max is throwing like I guess a bunch of money. You throw a bunch of money at any series, but a, a period yeah. piece pirate comedy series featuring Taika Waititi and these pretty good players. I mean, it sounds it sounds awesome. Like I'm I'm kind of all on board for this just because I don't. Yeah, it's it's original. Like we were saying with this reboot thing, they're making fun of something that they're also doing. A period yeah. piece of pirates featuring Taika Waititi. What are we going to get? sentence one more time. <laughs> Period piece of pirates. Period piece of pirates. I only speak in alliterations. Taika. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm excited to see what he does with this. I really want to see. I've loved everything that that man has put together so far. And I have no doubt that it's going to be yeah, great. As long as there really are no, like, see. Taika so when is do it this, supposed but, like, to... as long as there aren't, like, puns, like, you know. As long as one of the episodes is about, like, one. getting booty. 
Oh, there that might would be, be one. hilarious. I feel okay. Oh. You know what? I feel like oh. there's gonna be at no, least no, one of those in there. There could not. No, be. but there's not gonna be. Tiger. There's gonna be one of those cheap. Maybe little like a things little throwaway. To, little a little throwaway. Yeah. Whatever. If it's if it's the plot of one episode, though, I'm gonna be pretty upset. No, it's definitely not gonna be the plot of a whole episode. <laughs> that fact tries like, <laughs> to get up all up into Leslie Jones's <laughs> booty. <laughs> It's not gonna happen. I hope not, dude. That's, <laughs> no way it's gonna happen. That would be the worst. I'm just trying thing to think. Ever. Like seriously, think about like what this show could be. That's what I. That's why I think these shows are interesting. Because I think about writing them, and I'm like, how would yeah. I start to write a pirate period piece and make it funny? I feel like there's a lot that could be funny about oh, it. It's, it's endless just about, because like I who's know, gonna it's, say that anything in that show is not true or like just inaccurate. Oh, yeah. There had to be some really shitty pirates. It's not like oh, yeah. everybody was great at their job back then. It's apparently also the Blackbeard, the pirate that yep. Taika plays, is history's most feared and revered pirate, according to this Deadline article. <laughs> so the one thing that I do think that Taika does well is taking these like feared or, or kind of historical figures and taking them and just spinning them. Yeah. Completely. He played a pretty bad not guy, even, a, a whippersnapper not even, in the one movie that oh, we reviewed. He was a real knucklehead, yeah. that guy. <laughs> he was a, it's a real rabble rouser. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that, I mean, not to spin them in a good light, but just, you know, having cast them and, and that not even having that immediate, like, uh, kind of feeling. Yeah. You know, when you watch the movie, it doesn't take away from what's going on so much that it would in a serious yeah. way i don't really know how i know, to I know what you're it, saying he, it's just like he he has this he's lovable on the line nature. very well yeah he's he has this very unique specific thing about him that's just so interesting yeah. that you don't turn your head at and also that's the other thing like with this again with this like he's like just inherently likable yeah absolutely yeah so with this odd show if if taika wasn't on board and i just read the like rest yeah. of the cast i just be like uh gonna skip that one but Anything he does, I'm going to watch. So we're, we're definitely going to check this one out. That, that should be fun. And wasn't he, was he in What We Do in the Shadows? Yeah, he did that, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah that okay. was like, so that was a brainchild too. too yeah. yeah. Or not brainchild. I and think made, that was a remake of a, a different one. But That was a movie, I think. And then An English movie or something. Yeah. Yeah. Something. Um, yeah. Yeah. By the way, we, we mentioned rabble rousing and everything. Um, Taika. The best, no, the best day in this pod's history is going to be when bart crystal's movie comes out the machine bert krishna yeah yeah burst kreischer yeah oh yeah. i said kreischer <laughs> you, you actually are the one person who said it right so far. bruce kreitner um that that movie's gonna be hilarious brent kreischler congratulations bert for wrapping up that movie um so speaking of stand-ups by the way him and do we want to mark hamill staying in touch yeah, we want to mention uh so just some pretty big news. Something that really took me by surprise because I've kind of been I was I've been watching the scene, shocked, just seeing honestly. what like what shows are coming, who's on tour. Because I think you were supposed to play MSG this that weekend, that right? Weekend, and then you kind of got they bumped. Pooped, yeah, they they bumped me out. You bumped. I know. You were like, I'm not gonna be the middleman here. No, what do no, you, I'm what not you featuring think? for this guy. I'm not the warm up guy here. <laughs> so oh, Louis C.K. It announced a tour, a nationwide tour. It came out in an email to his fans that, uh, you know, people get a hold of easily. 
Um, yeah. So I think before, that's pretty readily available to the yeah, public. Yeah, people are just like, oh, you want to pay me $10 for this email? Yeah, I'll forward it. Um, or so, somebody screenshots. Yeah, before... Puts it on Twitter. Before Louis put a... He was honestly the first one to kind of take like the Patreon model or... Any, yeah. anything some... that all you know, Twitter has like these these subscriptions now. His last special yeah. he put up on his website said, "Hey, if you want to pay ten bucks for it or whatever it was, support me." There you go. Watch this special, and he addressed what he did. Um, whether you think it was that bad or not, we're not here to say anything. Mm-hmm. We're just here to say that he announced a full U.S. tour, and it's starting out at Madison Square Garden for two nights. Not just one, like he has enough people on board for two nights. And that's the thing, I, I really don't know how MSG works now. So I the only time I went yeah. to see a concert at MSG was freaking Drake and Future. So the entire MSG was like, you know, it was MSG. Not applied time to go. I mean, that's MSG when it's MSG. Oh, I no, went but to I'm think. saying like, I don't get how this like Hulu theater is working. So it says the Hulu theater at Madison Square Garden. But also it says like, if you go it's to Madison- probably just- branded that's what i thought it's definitely but if you be. go to madison square garden's website ali wong is also there so by the way this weekend or this week or whatever at msg where they're yeah. going to be which is actually i think next weekend or this technically this weekend it's ali wong um louis ck and rich richie gervais <laughs> so like richie Rick, gervais Ricky, yeah ricky gervais that was weird Ricky Gervais. So that <laughs> like all three of them, but there's like this landmark theater, whatever it's called, and then okay. the Hulu theater on their website. So and that's I what I what thought too. Means. Like I don't know if I don't know if Louis C.K. is selling out like all of MSG, and Did I don't know if he's selling it, it out. That's what I I have no I mean, idea how you would even do that at MSG. I guarantee people are gonna go. Absolutely. Like, I have no reservations about people going. Would I yeah. go? Okay, I see what he says. I, mean. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'd like but a review. This is what I would what say. Happens. Yeah, yeah. This is what I would say about Louis C.K. right now is that yes, what we ta- actually this it didn't get released. We were talking about Dimitri Martin on our unreleased episode. That, that it's going to be an evergreen <laughs> episode. If we need to release it at some point, we're going to release it. But before, we got two of them in there. <laughs> before there were specials. Uh, or not before there were specials, but before Netflix specials really ramped up and it was like the thing to have a Netflix special. And there was like albums were still more of a thing. I would listen yeah. to albums and it was through Spotify. It wasn't that long ago, but I would listen. I was going to say, when did you go to the record yep. store? Yeah, and I was like, listening oh, they, through. They have Lewis C.K. It was an A track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I listened to Dimitri Martin's, a few of his actually, but Louis. Louis was probably the yeah. first thing. And this is another thing I said. Tosh, Tosh was my first intro Tosh. to stand up, but when I Thank listened to stand up, when in my free time I would listen to stand up, Louis would be on yeah. there. And this was before everything went down. So all I will say yeah. is that it's very, very interesting that Louis C.K. is now performing again in theaters or probably more, like mainly more club kind of deals, but across probably the country. Clubs. Yeah. It. I wouldn't put it past people to be like i gotta go see what this guy's gonna say because he's already addressed what's happened so it might just be straight up louis stand-up and then i think it's on a personal level like okay how bad do i think it is what he did and what however you feel about it can i think what he says is funny and go not only that but go to a theater purchase a ticket go sit down amongst Mm -hmm. a lot of people and collectively laugh Mm -hmm. that's what i think is interesting 
you can have a mask on so you don't have to show <laughs> him that you laugh. You can just Hat, pretend mask, that you were stoic yeah. and mad at him the whole time. You can just sit there and pretend you were just upset. Dude, I didn't not even tr- think about the fact that there might be some people that buy tickets just to try to mess with his show. That would, I honestly, buy, that would, oh. he is the perfect person, by the way, for that to Wait, happen. For him just to deal with them. He's going to do like, get like what 50 Cent did to, um, what, who the fuck did he do it to? He did it to the, the guy who did Firefest too. It was, uh, Ray, uh, the guy who has the, the headphones now. Oh, Ray did J? Firefest. Yeah, Ray J. He bought the whole three front rows of his concert. <laughs> Fifty did just to fuck with him. Was that Ray J or was that uh? It was. It was Ray the J. Headphones. <laughs> it was just empty in the front. He's like, "You gonna sell it for fifty dollars? I'm gonna buy that shit up." <laughs> well, that's actually something else I realized. They are they're relatively cheap because that's what I was I was doing my yeah. research, folks. I was trying to see what the Hulu theater was all about. I couldn't tell if it was actually MSG or not. So, who knows? Um, I mean, probably not we'll much see. to comment also, on this. Wait. Just, I, I think it's kind of crazy. I was not expecting to see him touring. One last thing I actually do want to mention and see if you had heard about it is: Did you th- see the new show with Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez is coming out in oh, August at the end of August? I, I like barely heard about this. So it's called Only Murders in the Building, right? And it's basically they live in a, an apartment building together and there's a murder that happens and they see the guy in the elevator. They're all in the elevator together and then he goes off and gets murdered and Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez are like, all right, let's find out what happened. But they start like a true crime podcast while they're doing it. <laughs> so it's just kind of ridiculous. Uh, I, with the three of them, I was going to say count me in and then I heard about some murder angle and then again with this, like we're trying to stay with the zeitgeist. True crime podcast. I uh, just count me out, man. It's gonna be I, honestly. Cringy. I saw I saw the trailer and it, dude. It's still Steve Martin yeah. and Martin Short. I'm not gonna not watch as it. much as I love Steve Martin and Martin Short and Selena Gomez. I don't. This is the thing. It's like the coming to America thing. You remember how mad I was about them making the the um, Beyond Burger joke at first? Like as much as I need to respect these people, as much as I do, they're comedy legends. When when social or like, you know, current issues come about and they try to comment on them, I'm not so sure I need to hear about it. So hey, look, if the writing staff is like perfect and it's just you know that they're look. they're performing it, sure. But it's it's going. This is the thing. It's not even that I'm being cynical and I don't think it's going to be funny. It's just that I think that it's going to already have been said forty thousand times on the internet before that they actually get this in front of people on their TVs. And that's what I don't like. Is if it's the I, thousandth time I, I'm I hearing confidence. it. Okay. Then I, I have, have confidence. confidence too. We're gonna check that out. Too. I have confidence. We'll check We're it out. We're gonna watch it. Because I We're do like I it. like them a lot. It's just it's that's to me is gonna be the same thing as the Beyond Burger thing. It's like, hey, I'm we get it. It's vegan burgers. It. They don't taste good. Ha <laughs> ha. Okay, but that's very different than I think a movie because I think these shows can hit more frequently than I don't know. I think true crime podcast kind of different. different out, just I don't think that's the main thing about okay. it. We'll see we'll if see. it is, we'll and if if it is, I th- I don't know. I think they can. I think they can pull it out. I hope. I think they I can do, do it. Honestly, I, yeah, I they hope. I'm not trying out. to be that cynical. I'm, I'm hoping that they do. So we'll see then. Um, but do we want to start talking about the movie, the the gem of the hour? 
actually getting pretty good reviews. The Bella the Ball. The Bella of it's the got ball. a 92 on Rotten yeah, Tomatoes. Yeah, for now at least. I Did mean, I expect still, that? No. I was expecting like... Am I happy with it? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I, w- I honestly really was expecting people to not like this movie before I started watching it. And then so was the I. first 10 minutes, and I was I like, okay, it. sure. Um, so do we want to do like a quick non-spoiler overview just just for people if they haven't yeah. seen the movie yet you can listen to this part and then watch it come back listen to what yeah. we say like in a more in-depth way so yeah it delivers it absolutely delivers and i think it kind of erases what you go into th- thinking about the last one yeah i think that it almost erases your memory it does like a men in black memory wipe of the first one because this one is now the only thing i'm gonna think of when i think suicide squad yep. like that other movie doesn't exist and Will Smith can say thank you to James Gunn and send him a Rolex because now that movie doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> that was so bad for Will Smith. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, really bad. So, not even that he's bad in it. It was just not a good movie. No, no. And it, that's the thing. It was just doomed from the start, basically, is what that movie that was. was they, that was his Wild Wild West round two. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, that movie, they were just like, hey, we're going to try something new here. This is a cool concept. Yeah. Oh, you know what, actually? No, they didn't because they took what The Purge did. They took a cool concept and decided not to make an actual plot around the movie. And we're like, well, let's see how this works. Turns out not well, too well. It also, was it also PG-13? Uh, Maybe. I think that's what did it in, too. You can't have these villains and have everybody. Like, one of them's named Deadshot. Literally, well, he I mean, shoots people. It's, it's a comic book character. It's not like they're no, making that up. No, I understand. I understand. There was the polka then, dot man in this. No, one. no, no. Honest. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying that with these villains yeah. and the. Oh, oh yeah, the, yeah. Okay, okay. What they bring to yeah, the table. You can't make a PG thirteen. You're not gonna have a PG thirteen Deadpool movie. Yeah, no, I mean it would suck. You can't. But. I mean, with King Shark, you're not gonna have that be PG thirteen. Yeah. That would suck. Yeah, so I think what really helped this one out a lot, and this is not going to be a unique take, Anything, anyone you hear talk about this movie should mention this, is that James Gunn just did this so right. He has oh such a gosh, specific perfect. thing. And that's why all of, even like the, the marketing for this movie, is it's all from the beautifully twisted mind of James Gunn or something. You know, like uh-huh. the Guardians of the Galaxy creator, he has his twist on that. And that is one of my favorite movies in general, definitely favorite Marvel movies. Um, mm-hmm. he takes this and it's basically like what uh, Tim Burton did with Edward Scissorhands like it's a, a noir film it's basically that for James Gunn in a comic book action style like there's I think it's incredible there's like it's fun it's gory it's funny it's entertaining it's edgy in a way it's it's I love that he's got two killer projects in two different yeah. comic book universes it's awesome to see like he i you said your favorite was guardians of the galaxy and marvel probably top two for mine's me. ragnarok like, actually my favorite one is ragnarok but probably guardians of the galaxy yeah. and then That's now to go to two. dc where i'm not really I, familiar I with everything like that goes movie on yet i, like I haven't this either one. i saw wonder woman and was like where did you get your special effects from like, where did you go to the thrift shop and get these? <laughs> I don't understand what's going on here. We got these but, from uh, Salvation Army. Yeah. You, you went with Macklemore one day and you came oh, back God. with special effects. Oh, yeah, exactly. We just said it. But I think that he took this one, even like when you're watching, 
the transitions that he did and i won't oh, say I mean, like any spoilers but beautiful the, the titles yeah. and everything that he did and and the special effects that he brought into this are are very james gunn-esque yeah. of what he brings to the table when he does something and even i mean executing the plot yeah. and we'll get into that yeah, a little bit yeah. and how it's done and just the i mean i think that he took this project and was like i'm going to if i'm not going to do a guardians of the galaxy 3 I'm going to make this project. Is he yeah, still? Yeah. Did he get rehired? Yeah. Oh, incredible. I'm saying like he took this project and just did everything possible to make it a hit. And it was. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that's the one thing I would say is like we were talking about like just how it looks. And that's something that I thought in like the first 15 minutes of this movie, I really enjoyed. But then it kind of, you know, hits a different yeah. part. And I was like, if I end up not really liking this that much, at the very least, it's going to look cool, and James Gunn is yeah. going to do some cool stuff with it. No matter what the plot is, it's going to be pretty cool. Um, yeah. I don't know how much else I would have to say in a non-spoiler way. I mean, we could talk about, like, you know, when we say that first 15 minutes, we can like, yeah. identify that a little more for the people that have actually seen it. The last thing I would say non-spoiler is that if you're planning to watch it, I would say it's definitely worth the watch. I would also say that don't be scared of, because I know... I do know some people who are kind of scared off by movies over the two hour mark, which yeah. is kind of insane to say, but it keeps you involved the entire time. Yeah. There's not those lulls that you might be used to in other movies where it kind of goes, obviously there's points where it's not as exciting because that has to happen yeah. in movies. That's how they work. Yeah. They're um, yeah. But it keeps you involved. And I think James Gunn is very good at doing that where he paces the scenes very well, where even if it's a slower scene, you don't really feel the need, especially now that you're streaming it to like go on your phone every two seconds or do the whole double screen viewing. I feel like it kept my attention way better than every other movie that I've watched. That's direct to streaming so far. Yeah. And I will say that. And I think that there are enough sub, but it's not direct to streaming to also say that. Right. Yeah. I think that there are like enough subplots that, you know, there are different things that happen that he focuses on throughout the movie. Yeah. Um, that kind of lend it better to that. To that, It's oh, not yeah. even a long movie, honestly. Two hours, 12 minutes for no, these. It's, it's not long. Um, look, I've watched the Tarantino cut of The Hateful Eight. I understand what a long yeah. movie is, yeah. and this is not that. Also, I have the, the Rotten Tomatoes for her. For the other Suicide Squad pulled up, it's 26%, but also every time I go to that tab, it's just Jared Leto's Joker on oh, my screen. I, I am oh, dude, so, like, come on. This is a, a, we'll bridge this into spoilers, I guess, because he's not in it. That shouldn't be a spoiler. Yeah. So now if we're going to start spoilers. Uh, at, right after I don't know I say, why he was in the last oh, it's one. Just right after why I say, was the so Joker happy. in the last one? I am so happy he wasn't in this. I mean, <laughs> what was he doing? The, the whole, and I know that was another thing with Twitter, like the whole we live in a society thing with Jared Leto yeah. and his Joker. I mean, just disgusting. Just disgusting that they allowed that character to be on a screen. <sighs> um, I hate that Joker so much. So much. They didn't watch it in post and were like, you know what? I don't really think this adds anything, Jared. Thank you for the pigs that you sent us on set. And they but used I think we're anal okay beads or whatever you. he did. Or we'll at least still pay you. Condoms. <laughs> like, yeah. We'll still we're, pay, we'll pay you. you hey. to, it's like when Andy, like if Andy Reid decides yeah. to stop coaching, the Chiefs will be like, yeah. We're gonna pay you to not go to another team. Like exactly, it's like Charlie Weiss's deal with Notre Dame. This is a deep cut, by the way. But he got paid <laughs> when he got fired. He got paid for like seven years. No, no, just yeah. because he had a contract going, and they fired him. But he got paid like 
Oh. I don't know, maybe like $15 million a year for like seven years or something just to not oh do anything, just to be unemployed. What's, what's that worst that contract bad, in sports? Oh, the, but the Manny Mets Bonilla. had the contract. Yeah, <laughs> Manny Bonilla is back up. Uh, that was just recently. I think that's ending soon, actually. Hopefully. I think so. I mean, he's made quite a bit on that one. Yeah. So, so let's go to uh, the spoilers here. But yeah. Um, yeah. So basically, I think that the, the way that they started it out, I was definitely very worried or at the very beginning i was happy because the one thing i wanted to yes. point out in a spoiler way is that the way that they started out was really fun like they had michael rooker michael right last name rooker. Yeah. yeah michael yeah. rooker so yes. he was he was in this prison and then they had the johnny cash song i think it's like Folsom prison blues or something which by yeah. the way is what they rip off and i think you should leave which is hilarious i guess you could probably yeah. say that for like any johnny cash song but when i was hearing that bones I are was their like, money the bones are their money <laughs> so are the birds like now it's birds because he kills a bird. yeah but i think also michael rooker's got some kind of james james gun connection here oh yeah because he was in guardians of the galaxy as Yondo, brought him if in, you didn't yeah. He looks very different in those movies from this one. Blue. He goes from blue to a, an albino yeah. person with blonde like hair. Quinn so White. quite a shift. But <laughs> Yeah, well, no, I just I like that and then the yeah. thing is I love so I love Flutleberg from uh Borg from so much. just from Conan stuff honestly is mainly yeah. what I know him from, but then Pete Davidson, I'm a big Pete Davidson fan actually, but when he was in this movie, I was just like I I think he's a good actor, but he's yeah. always going to be Pete Davidson. So like in The King of Staten Island, it was yeah. fine. It was perfect. I get that's Pete Davidson. Cool. But in terms of being like a superhero, it was always going to be Pete Davidson playing a superhero to me. Exactly. So the way that they kind of handled that first squad and then brought in, like that's actually, I loved that plot device too, but they were like, oh, yeah. uh, well, also they showed how gory it was going to be and just how crazy it was going to be off the bat. They're like, oh, it's squad yeah. two, you're good. And then you see like the main people. But the fact that we didn't know there was a squad two, yep. and I thought, I was like, how the, are, is this whole movie just going to be a flashback to like three days before? Yeah. Well, I, I was literally I thinking, was thinking they all like, just died. When are, how are we going to bring in Idris Elba and John Cena? Yeah. <laughs> like, what's, what's yeah like, are they, are they going to swim up? Were they in the helicopter yeah. we just didn't see? Like, what happened here? Also, I think that. They picked the exact right people to survive. Yep. Number one. I think that the people... Well, you knew, you knew Margot Robbie was going to survive. Yeah, no, obviously. I'm saying that from that group, I think that it's perfect that number one, you know, flag survived that guy who leads course, the squad. Yeah, I mean, I love Colonel Joel Rick Kinnaman. Flag. Yeah, Joel Kinnaman. Joel Kinnaman yeah. is a great actor. Oh, I yeah. think he's great in these movies. But I think also <laughs> that it's incredible to just see all of them get torn oh, apart yeah. and you're like oh Murder. this is why it's suicide squad that's something we didn't have in the first one is basically like yeah they're all gonna die that's the purpose it's kind of their thing you know yeah that's literally the, and then to have pete davidson i think it's the perfect use for him oh yeah is because i do agree that it takes everybody a little bit out of the movie when you're like yeah that's pete davidson yeah he's pete davidson playing a guy but he, he kept his pete davidson qualities yeah, he played a good a good character for pete davidson that's yeah. for sure he was literally pete davidson in the movie he goes guys we still have a deal yeah. like he, he's not a killer like what did he do to get into prison but it walks up just gets shot in the face immediately and we go oh I get it. Okay, okay here we go yeah. yeah i that first scene was incredible i'm weasel 
poor weasel doesn't know how to swim yeah that I was that, I, him, I actually laughed pretty hard when weasel hit the water and, ass off. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then i guess we figure out that it's some type of so that's that's the thing we had this coup going on it's a south american yeah. coup so it's like oh i guess we're doing some like venezuelan commentary or something it's yeah. it's kind of got political like right away which in a way grounded the movie which kind of i think worked in its favor like it kind of made it, it more attainable but then it got really wild for you does it take you out a little bit at all when a name is so fake of a country kind of. sometimes yeah, well, the thing like, that was cor- weird was like it- like corta mesa or whatever it yeah, was well, i was like doesn't that mean short table but like, what i don't are we doing was, here? i don't know if it was mesa <laughs> like i didn't I, yeah. I think it might have been Malta, which also is a country. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> I, I, it, the name was weird for sure, but it also was just like, it didn't take much thinking to be like, oh, okay, we're doing the South American communist coups. Like, that's, that's what's yeah. happening here. And then at the end, we realized that it's all a cover up for like America doing bad things, which I kind of yep. get. Um, I don't, I don't need to be one of these people that like, oh, it's always so political nowadays. I, I think probably it just yeah. made the plot a little more attainable. Like it, it made it, it a little a little less crazy from what we have is the giant which by the way, that, that starfish I really yeah. think is just like it's Watchmen with the or so the the T V show Watchmen, spoilers, but there are some octopuses yeah. involved, octopi. And then um Stranger Things. Again, spoilers that when they just the thing attaches itself to everyone and tries to take over their bodies or whatever yeah it was just like a perfect melding of the two and also it's very james gunnish because they're colorful and they're weird and it's kind of scary when they're going through yep. it first i will say also call this out you could tell me that i'm wrong not wrong probably wrong gonna say it Let's anyway see. at an hour and 15 minutes oh, and yeah. six seconds into the movie hour and 15 minutes and six Check seconds Check exactly him, Exactly. When Idris Elba has that alien looking ass helmet on, he's got a blood stain on his chest and it looks like the blood stain that's on the smiley face in Watchmen. I don't know if it means anything. Maybe it's literally just a blob <laughs> I, I think on his chest. What my guess but, is now, Winnie, now this is going to be crazy. To you. Are you ready? Just, just yeah, follow no, me no. here. Just follow me because it's going to take I'm a ready. few steps. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's just a splatter, you know? It's it's just a splatter, <laughs> <laughs> but but like it's but but, but like costume but, designers are like, how is this gonna splatter? Maybe like a maybe like a splatter. It looks so specifically <laughs> done though. It does. It's not like a normal looking blood splatter. It's not. I. I you could tell me otherwise. It's just not. It doesn't look right. I'm and gonna I was look like, this up. Just I'm gonna look up the Watchmen it, blood splatter. It literally looks like his either his nipple is bleeding upwards or he got shot in the chest and it's slightly bleeding down, but it was like one drop. Okay. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't know where it came from. I don't know if I'm missing something before this that happened that somebody's head. I don't know. Either way. That right. could be a Watchmen connection. We'll keep but we'll keep going I, here, but I am also I, going to send you to send you a picture <laughs> of what I am imagining the Watchmen splatter to be because I'm not getting up the uh, I am not getting up the actual movie right now. Okay. But you keep going. I know exactly what you you continue. I know with our exactly what thing. it looks okay. like. Okay, so from there, I think that you know I think what you were saying about the government and everything and the coup. 
it just pulls us in. We see team two. We we go into it's like John Cena, Idris Elba, King Shark. Who, what's his name? Nanunu? So, something like that. Nananu? Yeah. Nuawe? Yeah. Oh, sorry, I, I skipped gonna, way I'm ahead. Get, I forgot to do like the character intros for I'm going to get ripped one. for that one. But <laughs> Nanunu. Like, Nanunu. <laughs> Nanawe? I, I'm also gonna look at this. So wait, can you uh, can you get your messages up and let me know just how close I am to? No, I think you're exactly right in what you think it is. Okay. Yeah. That, no, not that one. Okay. I'll send you what you I think. I'll, I'll show you it after. But no, you, yeah. How about no, this? Not, send I'm... me a screenshot, and then we'll keep doing these character intros because I kind of I jumped ahead to like the the actual plot, but um. Yeah, I think that the the thing that we were all waiting to see, because obviously we saw so much of John Cena, we saw so much of uh, the 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 new the shark, um, Idris Elba. We kind of got right off the nah, bat, nah. but the ones that nah, we nah. didn't really know about were the polka dot man, and then the um, I guess rat catcher's daughter. I guess I didn't really get her yeah. name. The only reason I know rat catcher is because we just looked it up. Taika, Taika, just a junkie. Just, just a, a heroin addict of this movie, apparently. Junkie who loves rats. Yeah, big, big rat person. But um, I don't know. It's a random ass mix of powers and stuff. I love works. the fact that John Cena and and Idris, their characters are just competing the whole time because immediately when Viola Davis's character introduces him, he's like, uh, she's like, you're the leader of the team, the Idris, and we've chosen everyone for their diverse range of skills, and then. <laughs> He says exactly what he does before. He's like, my father trained me from a very young age to be a versatile killer of anybody. John Cena does the exact same intro. Yep. And he's like, are you, are you fucking with me? You said diverse range of skill. It's this is the exact same guy. <laughs> she says, <laughs> yeah, she says uh, he's he's can turn any. Basically, I think she says he can turn anything can into turn weapon. A, and he's yeah. like, are you kidding? Um, yeah. <laughs> so I, what do you mean? I, I do like all those character intros. I thought it was really good. Um, I'm yeah. not sure how much I needed the Harley Quinn interlude. Like, obviously, it advanced the plot, and I like Margot Robbie a lot. I just think that yeah. her accent kind of annoys me, and that might be what it comes down to. And I also do think that, it's weird how horny they like you they thing. just buy in. Now, I think another thing that just makes me feel weird is because I know so many dudes are just like, "Oh yeah, I could, I could almost see like her." They think she was wearing like these, like big underwear that these guys okay. are gonna be like, "Oh Let's- yeah." Dude, they, they let's send they those guys so right horny. back to Wolf of Wall Street. They make and call it, it so day, horny. Okay? Yeah, you don't need to. Just get over it. Okay, it's a movie. I that's just another reason that I think that they might have made her part a little more. I know, pronounced. but, but she's also a crazy but, person. Oh no, but uh, dude, Margot Robbie is fantastic. And I also oh, forgot yeah. that they made that Birds of Prey movie, which also um, I think. Oh, I didn't see that actually. No, me neither. Because why would I watch that? But oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I think James Gunn actually said like he didn't even know about the Birds of Prey movie when he watched this or when he wrote this movie. He was just like, yeah, no, this is how it was going to be. And people were like, so it, you weren't even involved in it at all? Like this this was her character. Yeah. He's like, no. He pulled the Tim Robinson. He's like, I didn't know at, <laughs> at all. <laughs> I didn't do this at <laughs> all. Shout out Court Cop TV. Um <laughs> Yeah. I didn't do this. <laughs> so what do we think about the ultimate villain? I guess I, I kind of touched on it, dude, the, the so, Watchmen Stranger Things. Thing. Yeah, I think that's great. I think that I also like, so 
I had a phase earlier in my life where I watched Doctor Who a ton. Okay. And Peter Capaldi, who's the guy with like shit sticking out of his head. Yeah, all the metal stuff. The, the evil thinker. guy. Yeah, the guy who tortured. Yeah, is that what they I call think, him? The I thinker? Think the thinker is his name. You think the thinker, eh? Mm-hmm. You kind of look like him a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Do but, I look bald with his hat or something? No, but you know, he was the doctor. So you'd be loved in England. There we go. But <laughs> he, I love him as an actor. And I think he did this role justice. I do think that the the main villain was good as the giant starfish but i think <laughs> the, the giant starfish got played really well you no know? what i will say is that it was great how they kind of made you feel bad for the giant starfish at the end <laughs> like did you feel bad for it when they killed it he's like i just loved floating around gazing at the stars yeah it's like I mean- dude what this is Where, what I'll say, actually. Why that, do I feel for a starfish right now? Well, I mean, now? obviously, the only two things that they humanized were the CGI things. They had uh, the... A shark no, and no, a starfish. No. Yeah, yeah, the starfish. <laughs> I, I don't know how much I liked the rats thing at the end. I I, I don't know how else they would have gotten out of it. Also, I, I don't think you know I liked what it, it. You know what it disproves? It disproves that argument of everybody being like, do you think you could take a thousand rats or like two grizzly bears? They were just surfing the Reddit threads and they were like, I know how I'm going to end it. Yeah. One giant starfish or a million rats? No, million but the rats starfish easy, is like, man. dude, the starfish is like really powerful. Like, it does can, Harley like, Quinn pierce his eye or no? Because if not, then the starfish does all day. Harley Quinn have Flula Borg's javelin <laughs> or no? Also, how did so many rats survive in the liquid in the oh, eye, dude? That's, and Harley Quinn. There were a lot of rats. I kind of like Ezel, but like I'm, I'm, I don't think anyone is, which is why I think the thing happened. But I'm not the biggest rat guy, you know. Yeah, that was that was a good thing to throw in there too. He didn't like rats or anything. Yeah, they at least explained it away. Um, yeah, I think John I, yeah. Cena played a dick really well. Yeah, he he turned well. Because yeah. he the whole time he was kind of like he was just doing John Cena stuff, which I really liked. But yeah, I think it showed especially his range. John Cena is oh, a fantastic yeah. actor. His um, delivery of even those lines where he's like, "I love liberty. I'll do anything for it." And he's so funny. I don't, I don't care how many men, women, and children I have to kill to get. <laughs> to yeah, get yeah. <laughs> him and uh, that dude in like Trainwreck, I think he's fantastic as well. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think great performances all around. I think the movie was good. I think literally yeah. the only gripe I would have with it is I'm not sure if I like the rats thing. I, I really don't that know. That seems like a personal, like, do you have something against no, rats? Well, like, I do mean, you... probably just don't like rats. But no, but I'm I mean, saying like, that's I, don't, I don't think you I like the ploy it. of her being like, like, I don't think I like how they took it out, basically, is what I'm saying. I honestly thought starfish. she was going to rip that thing and be able to control the starfish, too. That would have been cool. That would have been cool if she did like maybe we were just she watching just held too up much that, uh, like, glow stick like, we're and just was like, just, yeah oh, well, like you can just control the all powerful yeah. thing just just do that just touch it and you can control it yeah. now. it's that easy what do you mean just create a portal yeah go talk to Kang okay we're like yeah. oh wrong well, universe guy no no yeah I guess wrong universe DC but I do love how they without hesitation killed off people too. Like, no matter yes. how close you got to anybody or no matter how the backstory went, it's called Suicide Squad. Like, they had no problem killing off anybody. Polka yep. Dots Man, dead. One person. At the end. Nananu. No. No, I'm he's saying, a beast. We're talking... Yeah, I mean, he he was sick. No, I'm talking the uh, the post-credits. John oh. Cena's alive because we're getting a and, TV show. And? Oh, Weasel. 
Well, I mean, Weasel's Weasel's that was alive. just funny. Like that was a little funny thing right there. But um, yeah, so it looks like. Or, I mean, we know we're getting a uh, TV show for John Cena. Yeah, which is gonna be cool. I think. Also, do you think it's kind of a like because he got shot in the neck, right? I mean, it's gonna be tough for him to recover from that. And they it's, said, it might oh, be we're five just gonna... years down the line. Do you think he's gonna have to do that high pitch voice he did? What what did he do that high pitch voice in? I forget it, whether it was a sketch or something like that. He's like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> he might have been a sketch. Played, played a super ripped dude who just has a really high pitch voice. <laughs> I just I just love it. Trainwreck is, uh, I'll suck you off. I'm gonna suck you off hard. I'm gonna take you from behind, man. <laughs> <laughs> just. Uh... Hey man, let's not do that. But yeah, I think he's gonna be great in a TV show. I think he's earned it. Also, isn't he back in the WWE now? Uh, I think at least he made an appearance. I saw. Yeah, I don't know if he's like full time back, but I mean that dude's getting so much work that I don't think he needs to be in the WWE. It might be a passion project for him. Um, Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to watch the TV show, but in terms of this movie, I I enjoyed it. I'm glad I watched it. It yeah. did erase the first one. We had James Gunn in a James Gunn fashion, and I'll tell you what, I'm excited about this new format. I really like this. I like kind of shooting some news off the bat and then talking talking about the movie in a pretty loose way. So, yeah. um, did you have anything else about the movie or... I think I really enjoyed it. Also, that one scene that I will talk about, because I saw an article about it, and I don't know if it's true, and I wanted to gauge accent or not what you thought about it. So (laughs) when Margot Robbie is chained up and hanging and like being tortured, there's a, a rumor. I will call it a rumor because I will need genuine confirmation from multiple people on the set before I believe this, other sources. than Margot Robbie and James Gunn. I need like. I, I feel a like third. Margot Robbie and James Gunn should be your sources, honestly. No, but okay. In today's a modern age, you can't believe anything until there's like a third party source substantiating the claim there. I need to contact Idris Elba just to know. I need the dailies on to see what happened, what yeah. happened on set. Because apparently during that like breakout scene when she's snagging the keys with her feet and everything, also don't be weird. But when she's snagging the, <laughs> Stop the being stuff so with her keys, don't even. Mind. Yeah, now seventy nine more people are gonna go watch that movie just because I said that. But <laughs> <laughs> there's a scene where she snags the key, like kills a guy with her legs, snags the keys with her feet, and does this crazy acrobatic move where she like flips them up. And basically, while she's chained, like flips them up, does a cold, like kind of contortionist thing yeah. where she unlocks the chains. I don't know if the actual unlocking was part of it, but apparently the motion of her like bringing everything up there was genuine and she can actually do that. That's and insane. I don't know if that's real. That would be. Let's call it real. That'd be impressive fun. Impressive as hell. Yeah, no, that's real. That. I actually just saw online. That's real. All right, stamp um, of approval. Real. To close Done. it out. Actually, I mean, we can even throw some more news in just because Screen Rant's tweeting and I just popped it up because um, it's obviously all about closed. Suicide Squad stuff. Yeah. Um, so Suicide Squad's Idris Elba wants to uh-huh. make a prequel movie about Bloodsport's fight with Superman because that's what they say is in there for. That'd he shot really him with a kryptonite cool. bullet. Yeah. Um, I'd be really interested to see why he went to jail. Why did he shoot Superman? I would love that narrative oh. to come alive. So Idris Elba starting the campaign on that as well. Can as we please said, get more Jared Leto in that one? Oh I God. think he should make a return. Honestly. I need I need Jared Leto's societal commentary as the Joker. <laughs> um, and also speaking of Idris Elba in yeah. the MCU, another mm-hmm. one. 
It's teasing that Heimdall is still alive. So in GOG three, we might get Heimdall. So excited, boy! Yeah. And then just one more, just because we just had this. This is what we're gonna close it out with because we were talking yeah. about Flula Borg, the DJ. Apparently dropped the track just just 19 minutes ago. Uh, Reggie Watts and Ivan and Peter. Uh, Flula Borg track based on Javelin. So everyone go listen to that. Get oh, uh, get funky. Also, I need you to see this photo of the behind the scenes because they said the shooting of like the giant. Um, the giant starfish scene was the hardest because it took like multiple days. Every the oh, weather like was months, bad. The right? weather wasn't yeah. good. It took so long because of the weather and the heat and everything like that. And they're in costume. The one thing that stuck out to me was the guy who plays Nanan, King Shark. Um, Wait, <laughs> Dave, hang on, hang on, hang on. So the king that. No, I'm not going to say it. I don't know. I don't care how much you what? want me no, to say No, but like, who do you mean by the guy who plays him? So, no, it's not Sylvester Stallone. We didn't mention that, but it's not Sylvester Stallone. So the guy, Steve A. Agi? Steve A. Oh, you mean like the guy who stands in? Yeah, the like guy the who's like okay, the okay. real guy. I need you to see what it looks like when they're filming it in the heat because his get up is incredible for yeah, playing I thought, it and i i thought you're like the guy who plays uh no it was a sylvester St- stallone he's an up-and-comer <laughs> sylvester stallone yeah <laughs> um so everyone look up that picture when he's gonna yeah, show it to it's me. on james gunn's instagram i just love the the gear that they have on his head for king shark because it's hilarious looking Oh, yeah. It really is. Oh, yeah. And to Um, have to wear that for like a month straight would be unbelievable. Oh, that would suck. Yeah. I got it. Do you have a pull? You have pulled up? Yeah. Yeah. Look at that thing. That would suck to wear for a month, but that is. (laughs) It's like wearing an LED sign on your head for a month and a half. (laughs) (laughs) That that would suck. (laughs) Um,. All right, so that was, I think, a successful and fun first new format. Um, We're gonna be coming at you next week. We'll see. um, We'll see what we'll do. We'll probably, honestly, I like doing this new movie stuff. I like talking about these new releases. Now that we actually have new releases to talk about, so the news we're gonna stick to more of the comedy realm. Probably we're gonna be be more into that. But in terms of the movies that we're gonna review, it's probably gonna be all over the map. And yeah. New movies nowadays, like like we said, we love the action up. stuff. We love the comic book stuff. So they normally have some humor in them, some stuff to laugh at. They're entertaining. They fit. Yeah. So we're looking forward to the rest of it. We're happy to be back. That's all yes, I got to say. We are. I'm happy we're here. Sorry about the two weeks, but, you know, <laughs> miscommunication let's, on our end. Let's blame Winnie, everyone. Everyone comment. Blame me. That was Kevin your fault, was, Kevin was on his honeymoon. We didn't have the audio from one of our sides and it was my fault it was actually all my fault it does not matter <laughs> at all we're back it? and hopefully the people are enjoying it so maybe they could have used a break from us and they're like oh okay well we'll listen nice to reset guys. yeah so palate cleanser it's like that reset sherbet at the end of the fucking meal that there you go i've never actually had that i think it's a myth i don't even know it's before i i'm not even gonna say it so okay we will talk to you at the next episode. I'm Goes Kevin. on one honeymoon and knows what sherbet palate cleansing is. <laughs> I, was, I did not have any of that on the honeymoon. <laughs> Ton of beer. All right. I'm good. I'm, I'm Woody. Oh, I'm Woody. And no. we'll see you at the next episode. Na na way. Na na way. Dude, so what even is his name anyway? I don't know. <laughs>